God. Many people believe in God. Many people talk to God through prayer and their thoughts when they process choices and decisions. We are taught about God because we want the blessings of God. We want the healings, miraculous miracles that are performed through our advocate. We are taught in Christianity as believers, as Jesus Christ being our advocate. To go to the Father to take our prayers. We all love blessings. We talk to God when we want new cars. We talk to God when we want new houses. We talk to God when we want to be healed from a sickness or a disease. We talk to God. We talk to God, many of us. When we don't understand which direction to go. Some of us talk to God because we just delight in just keeping him in our thoughts and in our prayers and ordering our steps. We talk to God because we believe. We believe in this unseen, magnificent, omnipresence. We talk to God to turn our negative emotions into positive. You know, God, I give an example like the air to the unbelievers. And I say, you know, do you believe in air? And they say, of course I do. I said, well, why do you believe in air? They said, because I can feel it. I said, but you can't see it. So I say that to say, yes, we cannot see God, but once you establish a relationship, you truly can feel it. But even if you don't establish a relationship with God, there's something in your life that has happened. See, God can be just like that wind. You can feel that wind. You can feel something in your life that happens and it will blow your mind and you know nobody was there. There were no people there. It may be a thought that you had and you said, wow, I wish I could get an escape out of this traffic. Or I see this traffic jam ahead of me. And all of a sudden, an exit is right there on your side where you can GPS and you got out of it. Now, that thought in your mind, who were you talking to? Most people believe that when they're talking in their mind, they're talking to themselves. But even then, if you believe you were talking to yourself, guess what? God heard you and he answered that. There again, it's just like the wind. You felt it. And once you got off that exit, you probably even say, ooh, I think I'm thankful. Who are you thankful to? Yourself. You didn't build that exit right there. You didn't happen to place your life at that exit at that appointed time. God is orchestrating all of our lives. This is your girl, Frida. I'm your host here to bring you the most on the podcast station you are tuned in to today. I just want to share something this morning. And the title I want to share is God 
Don't strive with man always. Many of us have truly gotten gotten into a habitable form to seek God only during our times of need. But sometimes we miss the mark by not understanding the most important part about a relationship with God is exercising obedience. And where does this exercising of obedience should come from? It should come from our willingness to adopt our instructional belief system, which is the Bible. When we study the Bible, the Bible becomes very instrumental in guiding us how to be obedient to God. God is bigger than just our blessings. He is our everlasting relationship. Now, if we all believe in heaven and hell, let's just take that right quick. That means to get to heaven, there's a prerequisite to our lifestyle on earth. And so is it to get to hell. So what do you believe this morning? And if you believe that there's a God and you want to go to heaven, then let's say what God instructions tell us. God instructions, what God say is that if you want to go to heaven, you will have a everlasting life. Now on earth, you don't have that opportunity. We don't have an everlasting life on earth. We all know there is a date that begins and ends on every person's obituary. Tombstone, vase with ashes, cemetery, graveyard. See, I'm a realist. And I like to speak the reality of things we have seen. But see, the beauty of God, he is what we believe we cannot see. And that's our faith. And our faith is about, can God trust us? Not can we trust God? Well, I hope somebody grabbed that. Faith is about, can God trust you to obey what he's instructed you to do in order for you to believe in him? That's why it says without faith, it's impossible to please him because you have decided you're going to operate under your own emotions and your own belief of what you think and what you feel opposed to studying God's word, obeying it. Because you believe what his words say. That's where the real ammunition of faith come in. Can God trust you to believe in what you cannot see? But we believe that we'll see our neighbor tomorrow. That's why when we talk to them on the phone and say, I'll talk to you later. Or people we communicate with. And we make plans. We make plans by faith. Because we cannot see tomorrow. We can't see the rest of the day. But I want to just say to you today, from this topic, God does not strive with man always. What does that mean? That means that when we get addicted and we want to adopt all these feel-good messages from ministers and pastors and evangelists, teachers and apostles, people in the five-fold ministry, but yet we don't want to hear the part about what happens 
when we disobey God. There's a scripture in the Bible that talks about disobedience throughout the Bible. There are consequences that come from choices. If we obey, there's consequences. If we disobey, there's consequences. Consequences only means the results. But our consequences can be good and they can be not so good. But what do you stand today in your life? What do you stand in your obedience? What do you stand? Who needs to continually tell us that what God say, we not choose to obey? If you know you like smoking marijuana and it's illegal, then you're disobeying the law. So what does the Bible say about that? It said, abide by the laws of the land. Now, if you want a legalized state, I feel that you are doing that. You are abiding by the law of the land. And even at, in those states, they have a limitation. If you know you are committing fornication, believe it or not, that's still on the law books. Adultery is still on the law books. Google search it. When the laws were established, they were established originally from the leadership of obedience to parallel through the Bible. And many people don't know that. So if you say that you are an unbeliever, but you abide by the law, guess what? You're believing biblical principles. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. If you say you are a believer and you're breaking the law, guess what? Many things you're not abiding by according to the Bible. Every time you break a law, you are being disobedient to the Bible. Every time you commit adultery, you are being you are being disobedient to the Bible. Every time you steal, you are being disobedient to the Bible. Every time you tell a lie, you are being disobedient to the Bible. Because the Bible says we can only worship God in the true essence, in spirit and in truth. And even if we are sinners, quote unquote, we still had to be disobedient. And we know that this is not about me trying to investigate anybody's secret sins. This is about me encouraging you to understand what it means when the Bible said God will not strive with men always. It says that after we continue in sin to the point that that sin has became our craving, desired affection and we continue over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. The word of God says, and you can Google search this. He said, because they loved themselves more than they loved me. And they went about. This is the part you need to Google. They went about following after their own vile affections. Then God said he turned them over. To continue to do that. And they received the consequences of a reprobated mind. Look that key word that in. The scripture with reprobated mind. Put that in your Google search. The scripture with reprobated mind. 
the scripture in the Bible with reprobated mind. And when you get to that state of a reprobated mind, then that means your life is dictated by your feelings. And God has stepped back. And he said, okay, you want to run your life the way you want to run it? You want to do what you think you big and bad and grown enough to do? Have at it. I'll get out of your way since you don't want to do things my way. Be mindful this morning, people, about your checklist, putting your house in order, doing the things that you already know is, is the right thing to do. And stop doing the things that you already know is not right to do. Because every day you live in your 24 hours and you don't choose to convert. What you're saying is that I'm taking a chance. You're taking a chance of reaching a place of God not striving with you. I know this may not be a, a, a pretty message for you with a bow wrapped around it. And it's a present you want to receive. But I must share with you the reality as believers. And I like to stress that because everybody don't believe. But as a believer in God, there should come a point in time in all of our lives I had to come to that point in realization that I had to choose that it was more important for me to obey God's word than to keep thinking I should live the way I'm grown enough because I felt like I'm grown. I can do as I choose. But I came to learn, no, we cannot unless we don't want to deal with the disobedient consequences. So may the blessings from heaven flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires, as you delight yourself in God. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Choose ye this day who you're going to serve. What instructions are you going to follow? Are you going to obey your flesh and your feelings? Or are you willing to be bought with the price? And obey the instructions of God. Have a beautiful blessed day. And until the next podcast upload. God bless. Bye for now.